Hello, everybody. Today, we are talking about why the line of action doesn't work for figure drawing. If you would like to grow as an artist and you can't afford an art class, we've got everything you need here at ArtProf, critiques, tutorials, and professional development. We are talking about the line of action <laughs> because action is really critical. When a figure is moving and dancing and singing, that's such a big part of what we're trying to accomplish in a figure drawing. And I guess the theory here is that the line of action is a technique you can use to achieve that action as efficiently as possible, that it's quick, it's simple, it's to the point. <laughs> so if you want to illustrate Aaron's debate in action, you're going to have to know how to draw him well. To be clear, we are only talking about figure drawing. We're not going to talk about characters in animation. I think that's a little bit different than figure drawing. I googled what is the line of action in figure drawing, and so this popped up immediately. So let's just talk about the definition of what the line of action is. And this says you can think about the line of action as an imaginary line that runs down the spine. It's meant as the simplest possible description of a figure's main curve and force. That's how they're defining it. And that's how I'm going to review why that doesn't work. <laughs> and there's so many YouTube tutorials that talk about use the line of action. And I look at those videos and it just infuriates me because basically people are being taught to do things that actually will make their lives more difficult and drawing the figures hard enough as it is and actually creating more work for yourself. I'm like, figure drawing is so hard. Why would you want to add this step that actually makes things more confusing? The line of action, the goal, show movement in your figure drawing. That's what you're trying to do. So typically the line of action is used when there is a very dynamic <laughs> movement that you're trying to capture in your figure drawing. This is my biggest pet peeve. The line of action does not include anatomy. None. Zip. Not, not even a hint of it. It is not there to do anything with anatomy. And that's a problem. If you're doing figure drawing, it's all about anatomy. And I just don't understand why you would use a technique for drawing the figure that just completely disregards the anatomical foundation of a human figure. Here's a good anatomical example. Here's what I think. You can have your cake and eat it too. You can get a quick drawing that shows action and that also shows anatomy. And I think sometimes people will say to me, well, I'm just trying to get down something really quick, something super simple. And that's true, but you don't wanna put down something so simple that it's at the expense of what figure drawing is really about. Essentially, it's really about, now you can't talk about figure drawing without talking about anatomy. And I'm gonna tell you all right now, you can, get anatomy and movement at the beginning of a quick drawing. It is 
possible. It's just, I think people haven't thought about it in a way that's actually applicable, let's say in a two minute drawing. Because this is what happens. People say, oh, anatomy is so complex. There are so many muscles and bones and it's so detailed, all these ribs. And so they will oftentimes say, well, anatomy is too involved. I can't add it into a two minute drawing. It's too short. I'm not gonna get in all those details. Here's the thing though, in a quick sketch, this is a two minute drawing that I did. All you really need is an anatomical mindset. It is not about details. In two minutes, you're not going to draw individual ribs and specific muscles. You can indicate them a little bit, but really that's what I'm after here is you're thinking anatomically, even if you're not articulating very particular parts of the anatomy, that's not important. In a two-minute drawing, you are prioritizing really a cohesive look because you're trying to throw down the entire figure. And so the anatomical mindset is that you're searching for anatomy. Maybe you don't have time to put it down. That's fine. Maybe there's one part and you can't really see it and you're not really sure where something is. That's fine. This is not about being right, about being correct, but it's like getting in your head. You're thinking anatomy. That is my priority. So that's what people are missing. And they think that the line of action is going to take care of things for them. And it really will not. And as I explain, it's going to make your life a lot more difficult. Ginger's asking, is this different than a line to just capture the gesture? I guess if I said to you, draw the figure with one line, that's what the line of action would be. So St. Angelic says the human body is a system of logic. What can bend in what way is all the joints and muscles, right? Exactly. And the thing is, how can you possibly understand action if you don't understand the anatomy in the context of movement? It just makes no sense to me. So maybe it's just sounds cool, line of action. And I'm curious who here has used the line of action? Who here has no idea what I'm talking about, which is fine, counselor Chip. Who here knew about it, but stopped using it? Who here loves it? That's fine. I'm just giving my opinion. If it works for you, great. But I'm explaining to you why it doesn't work for me and why I think it's really not helpful at all. Fundamentally, the line of action has no <laughs> anatomical base, like not even close. I know in the definition, they said an imaginary line and they mentioned the spine, but come on. The, the, no, 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 no. <laughs> not the case. <laughs> like if you know the human figure is all about the anatomy, like why wouldn't you want to just get there as quickly as you can. Why would you want to take some detour to do something that's totally unrelated? Like, don't you want to just get to the anatomy as quickly as you can? Why would you beat around the bush? And that's really what the line of action does is it creates this stuff that's inaccurate, has no anatomical basis, and it makes you feel like you're doing something, but you're really not. And I think that's the problem with a lot of these concepts is people want to feel like they're making progress because it is, yeah, easier to just draw a line. It's more work.
to understand the anatomy and how it actually moves. Okay, everybody see this? So I drew the line of action here. You guys, there's nothing, nothing. It's anatomically correct. Let's break it down. So this is what the line of action tells us. But if we look at what's actually happening, the line of action's in red, and I drew a line for the femur, which is the thigh bone in yellow, over the lines. Actually, it's like it's not even close. They're putting this imaginary line, as they called it, down through the center of the thigh. And that messes people up so bad because I've worked with a lot of students on figure drawing and they draw the figure and they draw these almost puppet lines that go right down the middle of the thigh. And it's not like that. The femur is so tilted that to tell yourself even for a minute that it's this line that goes through the thigh, I mean, that's really going to mess you up. Same thing. If we talk about the center line, the sternum, which is the neck bone that comes down the front of your rib cage. I mean, this red line of action, it's incredibly misleading. Like it's, just, it's like going off to the side. We need to stay focused on this torso and what the torso is doing. So here's the problem, everybody. The line of action, it's not anatomically correct. Ultimately, let's say you put down the line of action, okay? At some point, when you start to get more involved with the drawing, you're going to have to fix it. Because as we saw earlier, you're going to have to move that line of action over to get the sternum. You're going to have to change the hip. And so really what you're doing is you're throwing something down. And yes, it's fast. And yes, it's simple. And I understand for a lot of people, they need an entry point for figure drawing. But basically what you're doing when you add the line of action, you are wasting your time with something that's wrong to begin with. Why would you want to do that? I mean, life is short. I need to spend more time with Aaron Tveit. If I'm drawing the line of action, I'm going to lose time that I could be watching Aaron Tveit. Like, just why? Why would you do that? <laughs> Can somebody explain to me? I understand the accessibility of it, but it's an accessibility that is misleading and really can mess people up quite a bit. Helen says, never understood it as I could never use just one line to represent the movement. A stick figure makes more sense to me if you need to use a line of action. Great point from Angie. Bones are not straight. They are curved. And a lot of them curve in all kinds of directions depending on their locations. Jazz says, line of action indicates where the weight is on the figure, the grounded foot. I haven't heard that before, Jazz, but it could just be because I haven't taken time to really dive into that. But I have a problem with that too. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a little bit. Pat says, I've tried. Sometimes I find it helps when the spine and sternum are obscured, but it lacks weight and just gets reworked. It's hard enough to do all this work. Victoria says, I know about line of action, but never could understand its usefulness. I always felt like it lacks information. And the thing is, if you look up figure drawing on YouTube, this is all that pops up. And so I could understand that if I'm learning by myself and I have no guidance, I'm going to click on all those videos and I'm going to think, oh, this is the way to draw the figure. 
when really there's many ways to draw the figure. And I'm not here to tell anybody what's the best fit for them, but I'm here to tell you, see what's out there because the line of action is not the only where to go. So a scarf says it helped my gesture drawings loosen up, become more dynamic, but it was training wheels for me and I've gotten rid of it as my skills developed. So yeah, I understand some things are good as training wheels, but if the training wheels are moving in the wrong direction, that's a problem. Here's the thing. You're so much better off just drawing the center line. If you're going to draw a line when you're doing figure drawing, draw the center line. It does not take more time. <laughs> drawing the center line is the exact same amount of time as it takes to draw the line of action. Because you know what? Posture really shows the personality of the figure. Posture is so important. And so when people say line of action, I'm like, no, I want to know, is this person leaning over? Is this person standing very upright? That matters way more than this arbitrary line. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the center line on the front of the figure, it starts at the pit of the neck. You can find that it's in between your two collarbones and that's called the manubrium. Then the sternum is right down the center and that is a bone. I call it the necktie bone because I think it looks like a necktie. That's where it's located. And then you go straight down and actually the belly button is very important because the belly button is on the center line. Like, is it really that hard to do this instead? I mean, sure, you have to do a little bit of study, but you don't have to study 300 hours to be able to draw the center line. And if there's anything I tell people that they need to do at the very beginning, it's the center line. But the center line doesn't go through the leg it is anatomically correct. For me to say, oh, it goes through the leg, that's not gonna help you very much. So you can see, I drew the center line. <laughs> oh, Harry Tobane in Graceland. He's really buff in this TV show. He's not so buff right now in Moulin Rouge. But you can see the center line indicates the slouch figure. If he was standing really upright, that center line would be very straight. And so you can see the center line is such a powerful piece of anatomy. It does so much with so little effort. And so if you're an invest in any line, invest in the center line. Jazz is saying center line isn't the line of action. It's not because a lot of the images I looked at, people will draw the line of action, but then it doesn't align with the center line. Because the thing about the center line is depending on which way the person is turned, you could have a center line that like starts here and then wraps around because of the way their torso is. So to me, it is not the line of action. The center line by itself, like you can tell, if you guys look at this, you can tell that the figure is slouched. If I tell you this is the center line, it's extremely powerful, condensed information that is so useful for figure drawing. Yes, I'm very invested in <laughs> these pectorals. You guys, there are not that many shirtless pictures of Aaron Tveit online. There's like none. There's only like three. If you look at Hugh Jackman, there's like a million. I'm really sad. He needs to be in more <laughs> movies where he gets naked. <laughs> so again, if you don't have a center line, you're using the line of action. It has no anatomical basis. 
Edie says it's the center line on the surface, and then the gesture line is inside the figure, please. Okay, to clarify, and actually we have a whole stream about the center line. So I would check that out because I'm not gonna go over it that much today. But on the front of the figure, the center line is on the surface, okay? So it's not the inside of the body. Now on the back, the center line is the spine, that's it. You don't have to think about anything else. So that is confusing because a lot of people think the center line is this line that goes down the middle of Aaron Tveit's torso, but it's not, it, it's on the surface. Okay, it's <laughs> pectoral muscles. Here's the other thing that I really don't like, that I really don't like about the line of action. Where you place it, it's not reliable. From what I've seen, I looked at a lot of stuff online. You can have the exact same figures, but depending on who's drawing that line of action, it could be something different. And that's a problem because you know something, there's enough factors out there in figure drawing that we have to deal with. So many differences between individual figures and what they're doing. You have to have something to hold on to. And so if what you're holding on to is this line of action that's totally random and has nothing to do with anatomy, that's not going to be pretty. You're going to be relying on something. It's almost like someone who's promising something to you. Are you going to get a good figure drawing out of this? And then you get in there and you try it and, oh no, I did not actually have to redo the whole thing to get that good drawing. That's really what it is. So it's not reliable and that's frustrating for a lot of people. So for example, these are the same photo, but people can see the line of action differently. Like the version on the left, the green line, it's pretty straight. The one on the right chosen a different leg because it doesn't, I know Jazz had mentioned it's the weight thing, but I didn't see that in the tutorials. It just seemed like wherever. And then look at the center line that's blue. Again, very straight. The yellow one is like super curvaceous. So you could have these two lines of action, same figure, but they come across totally differently. And that's not good. You want to have something that you're really capturing. If they're doing this really fun, sappy dance at the end of Greece, you don't want this to be upright and regal. You want it to be really fun. And so you need the anatomy to rely on. Here's the thing, center line, it's always gonna be there for you. It's the exact same thing on every figure. It's that very loyal friend who you can always rely on. There's so few people in the world like that. And knowing that, okay, the center line, it's always gonna help me. It's always going to give me accurate anatomical knowledge. That feels really good. It's like, I can always rely on it. Look at this. <laughs> so we have Aaron Tveit. Hugh Jackman in the middle. We have Benedict Cumberbatch, three very different white men, <laughs> all of whom I love, but they all have nasal bones. The nasal bone is always going to be there. It doesn't matter what they're doing. It's in the same place. And that's what anatomy is all about, is consistency, reliability, knowing that that structure is always gonna be there. Certainly it comes in different forms depending on the person, but the line of action is so flaky. It's one thing one day, it's sending you mixed messages as an artist. And I have a problem with that. Go back to your friends that you can rely on. 
Ginger is asking, so how do you start a figure drawing? So we have a lot of figure drawing draw-alongs where you can see me demo it. But for me, the first two things I draw, torso, mass, center line. And I do it real quick. I probably do those in about 10 seconds. And then immediately I'm into the legs and the arms. I think the torso is the best place to start because it's the biggest mass and it's where everything's connected. If you start with an arm, it's not connected to anything except just the torso. Yeah, Kat, this is only a slideshow, but I do have a lot of demos where you can see. The best way actually for all of you to find what we have, go to rprof.org and type figure drawing into the search bar because there's a ton of content on the website that you're not gonna get on YouTube. Okay, line of action, it makes a figure flat. The figure is three-dimensional. It's a volume, okay? Yes, I know your drawing is 2D, but the thing is, a lot of figure drawing is creating the illusion of a mass. Showing that three-dimensionality on a 2D surface is really, I think, what gets a lot of us very excited. And so getting that sculptural form on a two-dimensional surface is actually very difficult. But it is possible. But the problem with the line of action is you're drawing one line, okay? Which means you are not thinking about mass. Mass does not have a line. The way I describe to people how to start with the torso, I say, listen, if you were going to sculpt a figure sculpture, would you get a wire and trace the contour of a figure? No, you would get a big hunk of clay. You would throw that hunk of clay down and that is your mass. You're not doing a line. And so you have to think about your figure drawings as a big hunk of clay that you're throwing down and you are then adjusting. This line crap isn't gonna help you because another thing to consider, muscles wrap around the figure. I know there's front view, side view and stuff like that, but there's a lot of muscles. They start on the back view and then they wrap around to the front. And so that's a very sculptural concept. And the thing about the line of action is that it's just one thing. There's no torso. Like you don't even begin to, you're just thinking line. You're not thinking torso and mass. I don't know, I find that depressing. Like you've got this really wonderful torso and how could you just say one line? I know you'll go back and fix it later, but the thing is, it's the same thing. Your anatomical mindset. You're not drawing individual pectoral muscles or center lines. You're thinking in your head mass. And I truly believe that all drawing is at least 50% our mindset. Sure, your hands can be skilled, but ultimately your attitude when you draw if you're just thinking, oh, one line, you're not getting to the point, which is the mass of that torso. Look at what happens. Like if you don't have a torso on the left, nothing connects. Do you see how all the body parts, they're, they're separated. There's nothing that brings them together. And I prefer Aaron to Vade in one piece. <laughs> so think about that because a lot of what I'm saying is that the line of action gets you to think other things. It distracts you from thinking about the things that really matter in figure drawing. 
Colin says, I think you exaggerate the anatomy based on the line of action that you choose. Well, the thing is, you can't exaggerate until you actually have a structure to exaggerate from. And so the line of action makes that hard because it's missing all kinds of structural parts. It's Aaron Tveit. He looks so good. He looks so good in black pants. Oh my God. Especially when they fit him really well. And Carolyn says, always thought line of action was more about energy than landmarks. It is. But the thing is, you can have energy without doing the line of action. Because to me, drawing is a very physical experience. And having that physical energy, whenever I draw the figure, I'm drawing so much. And by the end of the day, my shoulder hurts. And so I think a lot of that energy comes from you as the artist being physically engaged and active in your process. I mean, I've seen people who really just draw with their wrist. And it's almost like if I was taking a pen, let me come in here. If I take a pen and I just draw like this, I'm just drawing with my wrist. I'm not getting more action. Whereas if I maybe draw like this, see the action? in my shoulders. <laughs> That's what it's really about. Ryan says, I find it easy to start with a light mapping of the ribcage, hips, clavicle, head. Then the fun begins. Exactly. I'm not saying anatomy isn't challenging, but if you know the really, really simple basics, it's not really that complicated. And all you need is a little bit of instruction to get you going. Ripple of Aqua says, is it best when drawing the face to draw the nose, the eyes, or the shape of the face first? Hunk of clay. If I give you a hunk of clay, are you going to sculpt eyeballs? I hope not. <laughs> shape of the face. Mass. Mass is key when you are drawing the human figure. I, can you imagine in your mind, you're reducing Aaron Tveit to this? Really? just in your head, just even a fleeting moment where you say, oh, Aaron Tveit is a line of action. Like that just makes me cry. Like you're just missing the whole point. This is much better, right? Mass, torso. This is what will get you to understand the figure. Not some imaginary, I mean, they say it in the definition. They say it's an imaginary line. And I'm like, how could this possibly be helpful? Because we have real lines in anatomy that actually work. And this artificial imaginary line stuff, no, I don't think so. Here's some questions. I think I'm gonna just stay on this slide for a little while. How could you think I haven't watched that 80 times, Angie? <laughs> I cannot believe you guys don't know me that well. You don't understand the depth of my research. <laughs> and we have Edie saying, can you get carpal tunnel syndrome or the repetitive strain injuries from drawing and painting, please? I mean, you can if you overdo it, which is why you shouldn't. And you have to understand your own limits. And that that's a area of self-care that all artists have to be aware of because you will really hurt yourself if you're not thinking carefully. Sue Lun says, I always find myself starting from a teeny place to then realize I'm frustrated it's not working, like starting the body from a hand. The way I see it, 
So for thinking mass, you just throw it down. Okay. Throw down a mess because when you start with a little thing, okay. So let's look at Aaron. He's got his two hands. Okay. His two, I mean, they're important. Don't you think you'd be better off starting with his torso rather than his hand? I mean, I know his face, but it's not helping you because the face is only connected to the torso. And so if you start with his torso, you're much, much better off. <laughs> oh my God, it's fairly so. Oh my God. <laughs> There's a hashtag, Aaron Tavate's hair on Instagram for good reason. Oh my God. All right, so here's another concept. The line of weight doesn't show weight because the line of weight doesn't include feet. How would you skip? Look at his cute wingtips. You need feet and feet don't have to be well articulated. It can literally be one mark to say, here are the feet, because really that's what you're doing in a quick sketch. In a two minute sketch, you're saying, I think the feet are about here nothing beyond that. It probably could take you a third of a second to throw down both feet. And that's really a problem for me because if you're just thinking, okay, one line, guess what? You're not thinking about the pose or the weight because really the feet explain the pose. A lot of people will tell me, oh, well, I didn't have time to get to the feet. You do. You just don't have time to render it. People oftentimes tell me that and I say, you just need one mark to say here, here. You don't take the time to render these wingtips. The feet explain the pose and they ground the figure. This is where the weight is. If you want your figure to have weight, it is in the feet and you cannot skip them. So when you do a figure drawing within the first 30 seconds, put in those feet, even if they're wrong, even if you say to yourself, oh, why, this isn't gonna work, doesn't matter better for you to put down something and fix it later than to just not have it at all. You can figure out so much from just the feet. So this is a sculpture from, I believe, ancient Egypt. Oh dear, I should know. You know what this pose is. Just look at the feet. You know exactly what those legs are doing. This one too. These feet are side by side. This is somebody who's standing up because their feet are flat on the ground. So if you take out those feet, you are really missing out on that. How could you possibly have any hope to have a figure that stands or has any sense of gravity if you don't have the feet in there? And I know it's a chronic problem for a lot of people fitting the figure onto the page, getting all the body parts in, that's difficult. But the point is you're trying. You're trying to add the feet. That's the most important thing with figure drawing. You probably are not going to hit it out of the park all the time, but it is very important that you're trying. I mean, look at this. I got to figure his floating. It doesn't stand. That's, that's not good for figure drawing. So basically what happens with the line of action, the figure floats. It has no feet you won't think about the feet because all you're thinking is line of action, one line. That's essentially to draw with the line of action. That's what you have to think in your head, one line. You're not saying posture. You're not saying feet, not thinking about mass. Those are all the things that matter. How could you just 
think it's a line because I understand people respond to the simplicity of it. And that is an entry point for some people, but I just don't believe that you should simplify something at the risk, at the expense of sacrificing what's absolutely integral in a figure drawing. Yes, I do have strong opinions. I'm not even telling you guys what I really think because <laughs> we get demonetized on YouTube. <laughs> The thing is, I look at a lot of stuff on YouTube and it just horrifies me how much bad advice is out there. And actually, we have a stream coming up, I think next Sunday, about bad art advice that I really wish people would not listen to. But of course, I don't blame them. I mean, if you don't have anybody there to guide you, how would you possibly know what to ignore? But it, it frustrates me so much because people get let off the path in a way that really gets to the point you develop such bad habits, you have to undo all that. And then you have to learn it in a way that actually is going to be efficient. Lisa saying, how about a seated figure is the rump, the key contact point? It is the key contact point in terms of showing gravity, but you think about it on a seated figure, the feet matter too. I mean, I think about little kids, their legs are dangling. That's very different than an adult who is very planted on the ground. The point is any part of the anatomy that helps you understand the weight of the figure and what the figure is doing, that is what's so critical. The line of action bypasses the arms and one leg. I have a big problem with this. The arms are so important in this pose. If you're in the movie Grease, the arms matter in the dance scene, okay? Like if you say to a dancer, oh, we're just not going to bother with your arms, that is not going to be a good dance. And so this idea that you have this one line and, oh, it captures everything, it captures the movement. I don't believe that because his legs, they're actually sort of graceful looking, the way he's holding them up. But then the way he's like doing this weird movement with his arms that's really goofy and... <laughs> really haphazard and that doesn't describe the pose because when it comes down to it the human figure is not a mannequin ultimately what the human figure is about is us capturing an individual people can get so caught up with anatomy and proportions and sure all that stuff's important but if you don't capture the personality of who you're drawing and that goes for nude models as well if you're drawing a nude model and you draw them one way and you draw another nude model and both drawings look the exact same way, that's bad. You should be able to pick up, oh, this model is Linda, this model is Ken. That's what's more important. In fact, I would say sacrifice some of the anatomical stuff and, and really put your mindset into who is this person? Who is their personality? What are they? trying to do. In this case, Danny Zuko in Greece, who here has seen Greece? I love this movie. And then when I saw Aaron Tveit in the musical version, I just died. And he's a real goofball in the movie. And he thinks he's so cool. And that's absolutely critical to the posture that he's holding in this scene. Because really, your top priority in the first 30 seconds, and th this is doable, it really, really is, if you keep it simple enough, place all the body parts. Just, just put them there. 
placeholders. Okay. Nobody is going to do anything good in 30 seconds, but you can hold your place. You can say it's about here. Think the arms about here. That's all you need in 30 seconds. And this is what people don't do. A lot of people, they don't prioritize drawing the entire figure in a short period of time. So this is a super light, just a drawing I did. It's 30 seconds and I know it looks like nothing. It's very, very simple, but look at this. Everything's here. I drew the center line. I did the arm and hand. I have the leg, I have the feet, I have the head in there. And yeah, it looks like whatever, but I'm setting myself up to know what to do next. And so I'm throwing in the anatomy in 30 seconds. And some people might say, well, Clara, you know anatomy so well, it's easy for you. But the thing is, you don't have to do the complicated anatomy. I'm not saying to you, oh, where's the vastus lateralis? That doesn't matter. You're just saying, here's the arm, here's the hand, here's the foot. That's all you're doing. It's an anatomical mindset that's super, super simple. It's all there. I've been drawing my whole life with the figure and I've never used the line of action. It wasn't taught to me when I was in art school. It's only from speaking to a lot of you who are self-taught and learning on your own that I learned about the line of action. And so if the line of action is that important, I don't think that I would be a good artist because it would be like, oh my gosh, you missed out on the line of action. Therefore you missed the whole boat. Like, no, it, it's one way and it is not everything. And so I want all of you to make a choice. Look at it, see if you like it. Look at three other people's YouTube channels and step back and say, which is the way of constructing the figure that works best for me. And maybe for some of you, it is the line of action, but it's not for me. <laughs> yes, Lisa says, capturing the individual resonates for me. And so in Greece, Sandy, who is the girl in this photo, her character is that she's supposed to be a goody two-shoes and extremely well-behaved and very conservative and Danny Zuko is this like hot stuff. I mean, Aaron Tomate is hot stuff. So good alignment. He's this super cool, like badass. And so in the story, she's not badass. And then the final scene, she shows up as a badass and he's like, oh, we can date now. It's really silly, but I, I love this movie so much. But that's what I care about more. Does this feel like Danny Zuko, the character? Yo, maybe you're foot is a little bit too wide, but who cares? Like all, all those nitty gritty little things that you're stressing about, they're really not as critical as this personality. The line of action, it's mushy. Mush, everybody see this? You just take like, what is this? It, it's like noodles. I, I don't wanna be thinking about noodles or anything remotely noodle-like when I'm drawing the human figure. This is just so all over the place. You don't even know what's holding up what. And this is a major problem because guess what? The human figure, yes, there are soft parts. <laughs> There's also muscly parts. <laughs> but the human figure has so much bone, has so much structure in it. And so if your guiding structure is the line of action, which is mush, that's not good. 
You need bone. You need structure. And again, it can be simple. Not asking you to draw the epicondyle of the tibia, but I'm saying elbow, nasal bone. Those are pretty straightforward for most people. And then there's muscle. There is organic form, okay? And the thing is, most people <laughs> will see the organic form first because it's what's on the surface. It's what's very clear. So here we have the shoulder muscle, which is deltoid. And you're going to see that. You're not going to think to yourself, oh, humerus, which is the bone inside the arm. You can't see it. The humerus is inside. And so you have to ha actually have studied some anatomy to understand, oh, there's a bone in there, okay? But that's important to know. Like if we just draw the surface of the figure, we just draw bump, 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 that's not going to work as a structure because the human figure is a structure. It stands upright. This is a concept that I talked to my 3D design teacher in art school. I was such a curious student. I said to her, what do you think is the most important part of drawing? And I thought, I don't have any clue what this is because drawing is such a big discipline. I wasn't even talking about figure drawing. I was just talking about drawing in general. And you know something? It's structure. That's what drawing is all about. That is the most important thing, structure. You can't have anything without structure, especially with the figure. And so if the most important thing to understanding anatomy is structure, why are you using the line of action? The line of action is mush. There's no structure. I mean, what if Aaron Tveit had no bone structure? I mean, it would just make me really, really upset. You can't have mush. Mush is not going to help you. We have some comments in the chat. Counselor Chip says, why is two minutes or 30 seconds so key? I'm not a figurative artist yet. It's because you're trying to sum up as quickly as you can the entire form. Because the thing about figure drawing, people get very distracted by all the pieces and parts. Oh, there's a deltoid here. There's a vastus light. It's so much. And so a gesture drawing distills everything. It makes you remember, you know what? Ultimately, it's one form. Yes, it gets subdivided and there's muscles and bones. But ultimately, it's one form. And in a gesture drawing, because you draw quickly, you're not fussing over the eyelash. Because an eyelash does not help if you've got no eye sockets. And so getting to the crux of what a figure drawing is, is really, really important. And we also have Ginger who says, so you wouldn't do a stick figure either? No, I wouldn't. Because what is that based on? That's based on an idea in our head of, oh, I draw stick figures. Most people generally know about what a stick figure looks like. And in that case, you're drawing your idea of a stick figure. You're not drawing from the actual form that's happening. I mean, if I go back here, I'll say, oh, I can't draw him. It's too complicated. I'm just going to draw a stick figure. You're not looking at him anymore. And isn't that the best part of figure drawing is the observational skills? <laughs> stick figures don't help. They really, really don't. And I think sometimes we draw the idea of what we know. We're not really looking. And so a lot of people, if you say draw a fish, 
they'll probably draw the same stereotypical fish. Most people will not draw a zebrafish because that's so specific. It's not the generic concept of what a fish is. Jeannie says, I started learning to draw a few months ago. I feel like you're articulating exactly what made me feel like something about the line of action wasn't adding up. Well, I am here to break all of those <laughs> misconceptions because I just get frustrated when I see people being taught all kinds of things that make things harder for you and that sometimes take more time. And I think the thing about drawing a figure is that it is so complicated. And so why would you bother with stuff that just makes your life more difficult? Really good point from C. Cantrell's gesture trains the eye. Absolutely. We have tons of resources on anatomy on our website, all kinds of lectures and draw alongs. We also have an anatomy resources page. This consolidates all of our anatomical knowledge in one place. Guess what, everybody? We're doing a professional development workshop. Oh, it's not March. I'm sorry. It's supposed to say May. <laughs> sorry. It's supposed to be Sunday, May 21st. And so this is an open professional development workshop. So any topic you want to talk about in terms of professional development, whether it's artist applications, exhibiting your own art, artist websites, come and we'll have a really great conversation because a lot of the topics that I've listed here, there's so much overlap. And so what applies to a website is actually related to exhibiting your art. So registration's now open. You can register for that on the front page of artprof.org. Again, it's May 21st. Thank you so much, Victoria, for the super chat. So much appreciate your support. Our workshops are one-day workshops where you get to work with me in real time. I hope you will all stay tuned for more in the future. After the stream, we are gonna do a chat in the Discord, typing to each other and post live streams. Join our Patreon group. This is such a great group. You get to share your art in weekly voice sessions with our staff. You get lots of support, critiques from me in the Patreon group. I do not do critiques in the public channels. And most of all, support in a small group of artists, people who are really invested in each other, who really are cheering each other on, supporting each other. There's not a lot of spaces like that online where it's a two-way street. And so the Patreon group is definitely a place for that. Art Prof has services, artist calls, portfolio critiques, statement editing, personal art curriculums. So we can help you in a more customized manner. Thank you to our top Patreon supporters. You guys are helping us. I, I confess I'm a little bummed that the raffle didn't do so well. So I'm hanging on to these top Patreon supporters for dear life. Thank you so much. Visit artprof.org. There's tons of content on there that's not on YouTube. You can use the search bar. Art Prof has a podcast. It's available on Spotify and also on iTunes. Subscribe to our channel for more tutorials, critiques, and business tips. Everybody, thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next time. Bye.